the Nashville 2 Podcast with your host, Edward Fox. G'day viewers and listeners, it's Ed Fox with another great episode of Nashville 2, where we tell your story. Uh, because you're Nashville too. If you know somebody that doesn't get recognized for what they do in the Middle Tennessee area and they need to come on and get some promotion and talk about what they do, uh, have them reach out to me or reach out on their behalf, whether it be a nonprofit, a church, a, a business, a, somebody that maybe just goes around cleaning up the neighborhood. Um, I'd love to have them on the podcast and get them the recognition they deserve. And my special guest today with the most awesomest name I've ever heard for an individual that wasn't a, like a, a huge movie star or something, Chancellor Zorg. Sounds like you should have your own TV show, Chancellor. We should. We need to make that happen. Well, Ed, my only request of that is that you would join me on the TV show. I would. I, I would be right there for you. So, um Chancellor, thanks for coming on the show. You and I met through some different networking events around town, and a lot of people speak highly of you, and they said I should have you on the show because you're, uh, for those of you that are listening to this on the podcast, you got to check out the YouTube channel because he has the best hair of anybody I've met, and he has the best smile. Like this kid is <laughs> always smiling, which is great. So, uh, I, although I know, didn't you just go through, was it an ACL surgery? Yeah, good memory. So I just went through an ACL surgery. I had to do that repair and then the recovery process, which is a lot more grueling than I thought it'd be. Uh, never had surgery before and I never want to do it again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We all age. So, so Chancellor, you've got a, you've got a fun business. Um, mm -hmm. So let, let's talk a little bit about how you ended up in middle Tennessee and then yeah. and then we'll get into the business part a little bit. I think I think a lot of people will find this interesting. They probably already have seen some of your work, but we we will see. Um, so, Chancellor, where are you from originally? So I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, originally born and raised there. So I am a, I am from Tennessee. I know a lot of people okay. from Nashville that are actually from Tennessee, but I can proudly say that. Well, um, awesome. So uh, born and raised in Memphis. When did you move yeah. to this neck of the woods? I moved to Nashville in March and yeah, I know, I know. So right at, I've always wanted to come to Nashville. My girlfriend moved here. A lot of my closest friends moved here. I had the opportunity to move here and I thought to myself, I, I can't pass up on this because Nashville, as you know, is such a cool town. It's growing so many different cultures and people here. I mean, it's probably one of the most exciting places in the country right now. Well, my wife and I are enjoying it. And that's the reason I wanted to start this show is because I was learning so much talking to people that I thought it'd be fun for other people to learn it. Yeah. And I was relating some information to somebody and they said, uh, oh, I've lived here for 30 years and I never knew that. They're like, you found that out in like four months. I'm like, you know, it's just, that I don't think is common. I just think those sort of things happen because we stay in our little bubble maybe, you know, oh. and don't get around. So um so where did you end up um, setting up house here in the in the Nashville metro area? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm in the nation's Charlotte Park area, which I think is a really cool area. Right. And a lot of hidden gyms. If we're right. talking about that. Um, oh, Nashville. yeah. You look, you've been doing your research. So, you know, I'm going to ask you for some hidden gems. So uh, we're getting into the 
Yeah, we're getting into the Christmas season, folks. It's as I'm as we're recording this, it's like middle of December. This will probably come out the end of the month or uh, maybe even in January, just depends. Um, so, you know, might be you might be watching it in January and I've got my Christmas hat on, but it doesn't matter. You know, hey, <laughs> be authentic, be yourself. So. Uh, so, OK, yeah. So I love that area of Nashville. I think it's really booming. Uh, that's that's really? just is that just uh, west of downtown? I get confused yes. between the nations and the gulch, right? Nations and the gulch. And I I, I know I, people have explained the difference, but for whatever reason, in my head, I cannot separate them. So gulch is more downtown. Nations is on your way out of I-40, like heading to Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, okay. It's, you're, you're in that area. Uh, Got it. In Charlotte Park area. In the West End, Sylvan Park, it's kind of all around. Got it. So, so west side of Nashville. Yes, west side of that. Okay, okay. Hip and upcoming, all you youngsters hanging out there and having a good time. I like to have fun there. I mean, there's a lot more hipper people than I am that are making it way cooler. So there you go. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, now, what did you? Fun. Sorry, what's your background in? Because um, I know this is a new venture for you, right? So my background is in medical device sales. I was in medical device sales for three and a half years. Saw a lot of success there, was given a great opportunity, which I'm extremely grateful for. And it came a point where the company actually got sold. So it was a startup. It was doing with regenerative medicine. Okay. And I felt like I gave everything I could to the company. And I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. Right. My dad, my uncle, both my uncles. Um and I thought that this was a really opportune moment where I really wanted to step out, start my own business or require one and really to do the entrepreneurial thing, which just goes to show you how crazy I am. Ed. <laughs> Anybody that does that, you're, you've got to be a little something off with you. Right. Well, and and I was going to ask you about that, whether you grew up in an entrepreneurial family, which you already answered. Okay. That That's me, too. So I grew up around a bunch of entrepreneurs. I, I have a lot of... Um, What's the word? I have a I have a lot of appreciation for people that don't grow up in that and then start an entrepreneurial venture, right? They start a business. And there's a difference between some people will disagree with me and that's okay. You get your own microphone and you can say what you want. But some people will say there's no difference between a business owner and an entrepreneur. Um, I say there is a difference between a business owner and an entrepreneur. I know a lot of business owners that aren't risk takers. I know, I know no entrepreneurs that aren't risk takers. It, it, it's in the blood. There is something off about us. I would love for someone to do a study on entrepreneurs. Um, I, don't they say they're like uh, the, the biggest entrepreneurs, uh, you know, and I don't want to mention any names. I don't want to get on their hit list, but uh, the biggest entrepreneurs, let's go back to the day of the Carnegie's and Rockefeller's and those guys. Uh, don't they say that they're like psychopaths, like big business guys, can be psychopathic just like serial killers and and that's you know i'm not i'm not in that realm so i don't know but I, I, that's what i've heard i've always heard that um major ceos of major companies and again this is i'm not trying to be on anybody's hit list so <laughs> you're I'm, stealing my lines i see yeah I see. yeah yeah well now you got me thinking a little bit worried right uh, <laughs> but they were one chromosome away from being criminal right 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 exactly there exactly. is something there. There is something there. Yeah. Yep. Going back, you made a really good, interesting point about being an entrepreneur and growing up in that background uh, and people that 
that aren't. I mean, that is, I wonder nature versus nurture. That is, you're in a household that does reward risk in individualism and I, I and progress. Right. So that is, I mean, that's a potent mix to where there's few avenues that are going to fill those needs. Right. And I think entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship is one of them. Yeah. And I, I, I've got friends that are Indian, not feather. I hope that doesn't upset anybody, but I have a lot of Indians that I play cricket with and a lot of them are hotel owners. Right. And yeah. so they've watched their whole family own hotels and that's been a way for them to create wealth. Now, I've known other Indians, uh, Southern Indians that uh, do the engineer thing. They're mm-hmm. engineers. Their kids are engineers. Their kids, kids, kids are engineers. You know, it's it's just and, and I see we do that as well, but maybe not as much as we used to. You know, it used to be that we'd grow up and follow in our father's footsteps. You know, that's where the names like the Miller and Carpenter and wow. that came from is that we would continue in those in those footpath in those paths. But now I think not so much, right? You know, my kids are like, oh, I'm never going to own a business. Well, all three of them own businesses right now. I'm just saying. Um, so my wife's like, you know, what did we do wrong? She went the she went the formal education route, became a pharmacist. Uh, and it's been handy to have that one partner, one, one um, spouse have the uh, institutional money, the job money, right? That's been yeah. pretty decent. And then that's enabled us to support those businesses until they grow. But then the businesses have taken off and then that's been able to go like, okay, this is some mad money. What do we want to do that's crazy? How can we help people with this money? Like, what can we do that's kind of cool? And so, yeah. we, built, you know, we took some money and built a cricket field in Wichita and brought all the students from the local universities that play the sport of cricket to. And we hung out and had a great time. We'd do a Thanksgiving dinner. They had nowhere to go, you know, and yeah. you would supply either the Indian curries or the halal chicken for the Indian Pakistani guys. And we'd, we'd have great events. And that was a way for us to give back to the community. I don't need Lamborghinis or Ferrari. I'm not saying, no, you know what? I probably couldn't even get in one in this day and age. Like <laughs> I might be able to get in, but I'm I'm not getting out. But but anyway, you know, it's not about making money. It's about what we do with that money, right? Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things you and I have talked about before is one of your goals with this business is to be able to build it up to the point that you have a successful business that enables you to do the things you want to do in your free time. Yeah, I think that is, that is part of it. And Time is a resource that you're never going to get back. Don't care how rich you are or who you are. You cannot buy more time. Right. So, um, so let's dig into social indoor. How did you, how did you end up doing, uh, buying a franchise of social indoor? And okay. So first, what is social indoor? So social indoor is a digital out of home advertising company. Okay. And social indoor right now technically is also, Tennessee's largest indoor advertising company, which is really exciting to say that you're a part of something like that. Right. And so and these are digital boards that go mm-hmm. into restaurants and other locations, bars and clubs and that sort of stuff um, in the restrooms, right? Yep. Most majority of which are in the restroom. So it's print and digital boards that are placed into the restroom. And then we put your ad if you want to come work with us and be partners with us on those boards. Um, well, who doesn't see that stuff? I mean, you know, I. That's right. You must have demographic numbers and stuff and the sort of views that people get to see. Yeah. Um, how do you guys track that? 
So it's based upon impressions and that's studies that are done. We're not, you know, with the boards, I don't want anyone to think that we've got like a camera in there. There are counting many people that are coming in there. No, you're standing um, in there with a clipboard. Oh yeah, he looked at it. Yeah. yeah. Just the creepy what, guy. What, the- what are you doing in here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can have so much fun talking about all of that sort of stuff, but no, you know, this sort of idea of, of, posters above the urinals on the back of the the stall doors near the mirrors all of that sort of stuff this is real estate that's not being used for anything um and it can you know there's that you probably don't want to advertise i don't know what is something that wouldn't be good advertised it it is it's dependent upon venue to venue Um, that is interesting you know some people don't have any qualms with anything some people say i i don't want to be associated with x y or z or hey my husband or wife is a realtor i don't want any realtors oh yeah that makes sense i'm there yeah so everyone, so, everyone good i'm so sorry i didn't mean to catch no, you no no i i do that i get excited and i over talk people which is one of the problems with a, a podcast host they're not meant to do that so <laughs> folks you can learn what not to do by watching this show, listening to this show as well um we're, we're authentic we're traditional uh we're open to ideas for marketing our businesses or you know Mm -hmm. i think we both are and the thing that grabs me is that we've seen this sort of stuff around for a while there's been other companies that have done it but the fact that you have these digital boards you can change out you can change out all your boards ads at one time if you wanted to right you can update these the digital boards anyway you can update straight away anytime yeah, that's the beauty about digital. We can do motion ads. There's so many things that we can incorporate. You could text me an ad every day and say, hey, I want a new ad every day on the boards that I choose. And I can do right. that. And right. we can move it around from location to location with the snap of our fingers, which is really great. And that's the beauty about digital. Right. It allows for more flexibility, more access, more square footage for your ad to be seen. I think uh, you could have some fun. You and I were talking about how you need a dad joke of the day on there or yes. the week or whatever. I need to work out something with you and we'll do the dad jokes. For those of you that don't know, I have a TikTok channel called Special Ed Fox Dad Jokes that um, has, I think we're up to about 500 dad jokes. But somebody bought me a 2023 calendar today and gave it to me at my networking group. And it's got uh-huh. a different dad joke for each day. I thought, well, that'd be a cool way to do 365 videos. Yes. Uh, for for that would be cool. So of course we we you don't do audio on your boards, right? You turned off the audio. <laughs> no, so we we did used to do audio, but there's a lot of stories where people would be, you know, in a bar or restaurant closing really late at night and they would hear voices coming from the bathroom. Hey you, what are you doing out there? Yeah, yeah. and if, right. That is yeah, that'd be funny. So so uh and how long have you had this franchise for, Chancellor? So I acquired it in June. Okay. The gentleman that did a great job with building relationships with these venues. Yeah. Um, he was in the concert realm. So he would go on tour with all these bands. He did the electronics for them and would be gone for three months. So he did a really good job of building this relationship with these venues, putting up print and digital boards, but getting the, the advertisers to be on those screens no, that takes time. Right. And so what's they, the benefit for the venue to put the boards up? Yeah, they get free advertisement. Oh. So they can do in-house. What I've seen a lot of people do, which I think is very smart, is they advertise their specials on their own boards. Right. Or upcoming events. Or they can advertise elsewhere at some other boards that are non-competing. Obviously, right. we're not going to put a 
restaurant ad on another know. restaurant board right yeah right, exactly yep. that yep. no one's so, gonna be happy well can they use the social indoor boards like in their lobby or waiting area as well they could i will tell you it doesn't work as well we have a few common areas but it's really? not yep it's not as a captive audience well as, yeah it is in the bathroom. I mean, you get undivided attention in the bathroom. That's right. You know, listen. Yeah. That's right. It's an undivided attention. You don't want to look elsewhere. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You yeah. might. And that might be a problem. Someone yeah. might call someone on you. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be funny. I could see an advertising campaign. What could it be about? Uh, like a, a tourism campaign. But imagine a cruise <laughs> ship, right? Like, hey. Yeah. You need to go on a cruise and the bigger boat, you know, size does matter, you know, and she could yeah. be just looking yeah. there. She could have some fun. You could have some fun with it, I think. Uh, you probably yeah. don't want me on your creative team when it comes to that, but we would have a blast. Hey, Ed, we got an opening in our marketing department. I'm really liking what you bring to the table. Maybe we should get you mixed in here. Uh, yeah. But yes. yeah. Oh, um, you know, you could go the other way too. You go, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. You know, so like, but yeah, I think you could have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. You know, we don't like hanging out in the bathrooms because they're smelly, but, you know, what, what do we do? You know, so <laughs> I think I think you could take it in a lot of different directions. I, I love coming. My favorite creative thing that I do is I tell people about this. I've uh, So I'm holding up right now. It's a plastic foot, right? It's transparent. And yeah. did I tell you this story? Put it in a no. box. Put in a box with some peanuts of a company that you're trying to get a meeting with, right? And I read this somewhere, outrageous marketing or something. I've done it three times. I've got responses twice, closed business once. I should do it more. But uh, the idea is you put this transparent foot in there and uh -huh. you put a piece of paper in the box uh, on top when they open it up, like a priority mailbox, right? And it says, hey, I just want to be totally transparent. I'm just trying to get my foot in the door, trying to nice. book a meeting with you. Oh, and by the way, dig around at the bottom because i got a special gift for you at the bottom. And so they bring out the shoe and they go, oh, yeah. And you sort of cut it open here with a standing knife. Be careful and put your business card in there. Right. So you're being totally transparent. You color in one nail with some nail polish. I just did Sharpie on this one. And then down the bottom of the box is two brownies. And on it says, hey, yeah. I'm just trying to score some extra brownie points. Oh, by the way, did I nail it? Nice. Uh, Come on. I'm, I'm going to get the meeting. Right. You're going to get the meeting, people. And these are 10 bucks on Amazon. So if you want outrageous thinking, the other one I like to do is print a sales letter on a legal pad like this. Right. Yeah. With all the scratch outs and stuff. Oh, I just wanted to send you a quick note. Like, you know, we're having this special blah, 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 blah. And then you send it to the printer and say, I want you to print it on this paper and, you know, put a coffee ring in there and do some scratch outs. And that's funny, too. You know, I like that. Call me now. Right. You know, yeah. So for nonprofits, I came up with this idea of dad bod runs, right? If you're a nonprofit, right? Everybody's right. doing the 5Ks, you know, yep. 5Ks. I'm not going to run in a 5K. I'm going to think about it. Then I'm going to lay down till the feeling passes, right? But if you say, hey, look, we've got this strip mall. They've got a bar at one end and they've got a restaurant at the other. We're going to have a table every 100 yards with, uh, with chairs. And uh, it's a dad bod run dad bod run and it's 30 bucks to enter you're only going to have to walk from one end to the other you can sit down and and we'll have refreshments for you we'll have a swag bag we'll have a t-shirt 35 bucks well kids and mums and dads and dad bods could all come out and do this and they would make 10 grand in two hours um without all the hassle of organizing a 5k 
there's a part of the wishes you would have kept that idea to yourself just between you and I, because that, that is a genius idea. I mean, the best marketing, the best marketing is one that leaves it, leans into the ridiculous. Right. Yeah, right? I think so. Well, my other favorite, I, and anybody can use this. I'm willing to give this million dollar idea out for free. Uh, Cause I'm that kind of guy. The other you're one, a generous man. you're a generous man. Uh, the other, my, yeah, my, my wife took yesterday off and she baked a hundred loaves of banana bread and I gave out 60 of them at BNI this morning. Get out of here. Yeah, it was great. I, I, I did to get one of these banana breads. Oh, well, we just got to meet up. I can get you one this afternoon. I, there was like 10 people missing. So I have like 10 loaves left. Well, sorry, um, one of those 10 people. I'm getting one of those banana yeah, breads. Yeah, well, we, yeah, we'll talk later. Um, but so <laughs> marketing ideas, I think one of the things of social indoor, here's something that was left vacant and not being utilized. Right. And I think it's, it's very cost effective, right, for... An avatar, if it's got the right totally. business and it's part of their marketing plan, advertising on social indoor boards makes good sense. Absolutely. So it's it's extremely cost effective, especially when you're comparing it to something like a billboard. Also online, you know, social media sales and marketing, web web marketing, that can get really expensive. And I, I advise everyone to look at their marketing budget too. Right. You know, marketing is one of those things where people always like to talk about emotions but they don't like to talk about facts right and I, i'm a facts guy because i'm like this is this is why it's gonna work and i can show you some success stories um along the ways so right. well tell us one okay a success story yeah sure tell us Where's one of that? your favorites so i had a guy and for all the listeners out there please don't think that this is gonna this is gonna be you right i can't right. this is just a story this, this is, is just a story right it's an, an, an anecdote and an, an, it's an antidote it's an antidote for your marketing woes but it's right. an anecdote about a particular i love words i love words it's an anecdote uh, anecdotal evidence of something that did happen doesn't mean it will happen for you yeah you know that disclaimer they put across all yeah. of those shows yeah go ahead that was a tagline that was a tagline uh i had a friend of mine that's a roofer and he wanted to start advertising with us. And I said, absolutely. We put him up in about five to seven different locations. And I, I said to him, I said, hey, just like everything else in life that's worth having, this is going to take time to produce those results that you want. As a branding tool for your business, you're going to be hard pressed for you to find a better outlet. He said, I totally get it. I understand. I put up his ad on the digital board day one within the first two hours of us putting it up. He got a phone call and yeah, that doesn't happen folks. And I was like, please don't think that that's going to happen, <laughs> but it, it does show that it does work if people are watching and looking. Right. Well, I, what people, what people have to realize is, so I used to sell advertising for this little newspaper called the coffee news, right? It's a franchise yeah. model. And so there's 32 ads on this, you know, and I tell, I used to tell people all the time, like 98% of the people that look at this right now aren't in the market, aren't in right. the market, but 2% are. And that was why that guy got a call because one of those 2%, you know, somebody from that 2% that was ready to buy was ready right now. And so you don't know when those eyeballs, when that individual is ready yeah. to buy what you have. So you've got to you got to create top of mind awareness, right? You've got to keep teaching people. And that's, that's, uh, is that exclusive advertising? Do you guys only do like one roofer 
So yeah, per board. So that I do sell exclusivity to that. Right. So I'm not having three roofers fight for attention on a board. Right. And so you've got, so what you're saying is you've got exclusive, I'll use some of the lines I use with coffee news, exclusive, effective, affordable advertising. That that might be a slogan mm. in there, so you can't use it, but but you can change it up. Exclusive, effective, affordable advertising. Um, oh, we could even do like for most, for, for restaurants that are open for three, you could say three meals a day, you know, yeah. three meals a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, or maybe they're closed for Christmas, but you're mm. going to get, you're going to get that hit again and again and again. Absolutely. And it's going to be, it's going to be more affordable than trying to get a bloody billboard somewhere. Right. And the crazy thing about billboards is you have six, uh, seven seconds of attention. Right. When advertising does in general. What's your average ad run for on the board? So the board, it runs eight seconds and 15 seconds, but it loops every 90 seconds. Oh, okay. Average, wow. And the average person spends 150 seconds in the bathroom. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I do that. Uh, let me think I, about that. Let me just think about that for one second. Sure. So that's interesting because when people when people are going to be there anyway, and it's something that people use all the time. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's more captive. I, I found it interesting when you said that people, it's more likely to do well there than out in a lobby area where more people would see it. But there's so much going on. They're not really paying attention to it. So they're more likely to pay attention. And the the ads can be moving ads, not just static ads as well, right? Correct, too. And I mean, that is really going to grab your attention, too, in the bathroom. If right. your ad is moving, you're looking right. around. You know, unfortunately, humans right now, I believe, are attracted to screens. Right. Our eyes automatically go, and especially if a moving screen. RDD brains latch onto that and say, hey, I'm going to hyper-focus on that as well. Yeah, well, and I'm thinking that on... Well, for those of you that see this, uh, we're on Zoom as the platform for recording, and you could put a you could put like a a look look alike screen there to your right or to your left and show some of the ads that you have. We could make that into a video that would work. So crazy. when you're on a when you're on a Zoom call, you could you could be running through your different ads, and they could get extra marketing for free. Ed, you might be my IT department. Okay. You a lot of secrets to Zoom already, and now you're gonna you drop another nugget. I appreciate. Well, I it. love I love what you're doing, Chancellor. I, I I enjoy being around you. I see the way you treat people. That's why I wanted to have you on the show. I am building a network of people that I have no trouble referring because I trust them. I know them. I like them in whichever order you put that. Um, and that's one of the things I like about the show is I've met a lot of interesting people that I've invited onto the show. And then I've yeah. met a lot of interesting people I will never invite onto <laughs> the show. Right. And that's the way it goes. So, so um, tell me some of the industries that, oh, well, no, first let's back up. Now you have other franchisees that do social indoor that cover all of middle Tennessee, right? And the country too. Okay. Um, we're actually right now America's largest indoor advertising company as a whole corporation, right? Right. It's not just my individual franchise. All of the all. Where's the uh, where's home office? Where's corporate home office, office? Is in Minnesota. Oh, okay. Natalia, I know, long ways away from. <laughs> and how long has this company been in existence? 
So the owner of the company started in 1987 with different variations of this style of business. Social Indoor was started in 2018 with the digital boards. Right. And the owner, who was a visionary, said, there's so many different avenues that we could do. I want to make it digital boards now instead of print, which right. was genius at the time. And it makes a lot of sense. Um, the guys that own, good friends with the guys that own the Nashville franchises and areas. And right. together, all of us combined, we're in over 500 locations. Oh, wow. And wow. so you could sell into all of those other locations. So they can go to any franchisee in middle Tennessee and you guys have a deal going on where they can sell into other locations, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So it makes it easy, easy, a lot easier than trying to place it with different franchisees by you guys working together as a team. I think that's a huge benefit as well. Absolutely. And you know, anything what's what's great about us is as long as there's no exclusivity or or a different sure. company, you know, a competitor already advertising there we work really well together and we're going to make sure that you get served to where you want to be. I mean, two locations that these guys have is Bridgestone arena and Nissan stadium. So well, yeah, just little, little places. Yeah. 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 The Ryman too, the Ryman too. Right. So, wow. um, I mean, think about this, the max flood of people that are coming in there and that they can see your ad in there. Captive audience. Right. And who isn't using the restroom when you're in those locations? That's exactly right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> So tell me the type of industries sure. that are, have, that you know have worked well on these boards. Um, I'm going to go just based off branding. It's going to be insurance agents, real estate agents, mortgage lenders, electricians, roofers. I mean, really anybody that you think you could picture having a billboard would be great for this. Right. So all, your, all your lawyer, all your attorneys, all your banks, yeah, all your attorney, car, car yeah. dealerships. I would think car dealerships if, great. if you put the new Nissan Frontier or the Titan on there or put the new Tundra up there and you spin yep. it around and you're doing some 3D stuff and I might be standing there longer than 150 seconds and another guy behind me will be going like, dude, like move on. Like, I want to look at that too, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Here's the thing. I was actually telling this to my BNI group the other day too, which this, this podcast has been a big plug for BNI. So I hope we get something. In we, we do it every week. I've had a lot of BNI people on there, but again, <laughs> these are people I know, like, and trust. So that's what BNI does. Not That's everybody's right. a big BNI fan, and I, I also have a lot of time for NTI. I have a lot of time for chambers. I have a lot of time for independent networking groups. Uh, folks, if you are, own a business or if you need to connect with new potential uh, clients, donors, whoever, my my preacher from my church, he's like, Edward, where should I network? He said, people used to come in the door of the church, but now I have to go out and find them. I said, we'll get to where new people are congregating. You know, that <laughs> is like your chambers. And oh, he goes, I never thought of that. So Listen, I would like, I would like to give a little plug for you. I'll vouch for you because Ed Fox is a networking group team organization just by himself, just <laughs> as one person. I mean, you could say I need something or you might not even know that you need something and, and Ed's going to, you know, tell you where to go. How to get there. Yeah, I'll tell you where to go, mate. Yep. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So 
I mean, that kudos to you for that one. Thanks, thanks. Well, and again, it's it's learned behavior. There's a great book by Bob Berg called Endless Referrals that changed my networking life. I read it 20, 25 years ago. My top two books, aside from the Bible, which I should spend some more time in, my favorite <laughs> verse in the Bible, and some of my listeners have heard this on my other podcasts and maybe on this one, um, Ecclesiastes 11.2. It says, that, you know, if you have seven ventures, have eight or nine. This is Ed's paraphrasing on NIV. <laughs> um, and my wife always argues, she says, yeah, but it doesn't say have 17 or 18 because it, it says have seven or eight because you never know when disaster may strike. And and she comes back. I said, look, look, the Bible even tells me I need more businesses. She said, no, it doesn't. It says <laughs> seven or eight, not 17 or 18. So uh, anyway. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to Jesus about yeah, well, I, he's the best networker right you know he started with 12 you know and right. look at him now man you know so anyway so that's a whole different story but i i think there's a lot of value in social indoor i think what they do is amazing i think what you're doing is great and the fact that you're taking this how old are you chancellor if you don't mind me asking not a problem as long as i can ask you the same thing yeah you sure I, i'm proud of how old i am no i'm kidding ed i just knew i've learned uh that's better not answer that question. But okay. I'm 27. Okay. No, I'm 27. I don't mind saying it. Okay, I'm, I'm 55 and I'm enjoying every moment of it, except the the bones get a little creaky. I want to play some cricket. If some of you run a cricket team and you'll take on an old white guy that can bowl his arm over a little bit and hit the ball a little bit, I want to. I I need to find a cricket team, and I figure no way. There's 50 cricket teams in Nashville, um, yeah, but really? I haven't. Yeah, I haven't found my team yet. I, I don't like tennis ball cricket. Uh, I like smacking the hardball. Um, hardball cricket is what I grew up playing as a seven-year-old and have played it all my life until I moved to the U.S. And then smacking when I was 35, the 35, I started playing again. I, in fact, I'll, I'll show you. I've shown a few people this. I built my own private cricket field because I'm married to the most wonderful wife in the world. And um, she must be a saint, by the way. Oh my goodness. Like, so this is a, this is a cricket field. It's like four baseball field sizes. Folks, if you listen to the podcast, you're going, why does he always do this? Well, that's because you go watch the show on YouTube. So this is us <laughs> playing a game of cricket. We're using a drone to fly over. And, and so the cricket field is you can hit the ball in any direction. And so we built that in Kansas. And then my wife came out and learned how to score a match. And then she came out and said, do you want somebody to cook like an Indian curry for these guys? Because we're out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and so she started cooking. She started scoring. Um, she's the most amazing woman. Like I said, she just baked 100 loaves of banana bread. So for my B&I people, we were Watch up at 2 o'clock yeah. this morning. So Watch yeah. out, Mother Teresa. There's someone else. <laughs> no. No, no, no. So she's got some skills. She loves helping people and she loves doing stuff. And we've been married 32 years. So uh, it's pretty amazing. Thank you. Thank you. So um, social indoor, if somebody wants to find out more about it, what's the best way for them to do that? My cell phone is being listed up there. Please just call me and I'll point you the right direction. Okay. So, and we'll have uh, Chancellor's information in the show notes. Now, yeah. when you're not working, what do you like to do for fun? I love to go out eat, drink, have fun, be with my friends and family and my girlfriend too. Okay. So I think Nashville is a great place for that. Um, Do you have a favorite, do you have a favorite restaurant or a favorite um, food establishment? I guess they're, well, they're not all restaurants, but maybe it's a bar that you like the quality of the food at. It's sort of like a hidden gem. What's your first hidden gem? doesn't have to be food, but if it is, that would be a good segue right now. 
here's the deal. I'm scared to do that just because I've partnered with so many restaurants and bars, and I don't want to be well, like, this fair is enough. Well, let's not do let's not do venues. Uh, then. That's a good point. And folks, if you if you if somebody asks you to do something, and you think there's a reason why you shouldn't do it, even though their request is a fair request, but Chancellor's just brought up a great point. It it could affect relationships with his clients, and he wants to protect his clients as well. So, okay, so if we take food and bars out of the mix, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a good one because I went there this last week and I thought it was really cool and it fits in with the Christmas theme. Okay, which is there is a hidden bar underneath Noel. That is Christmas vacation themed. And oh, they, wow. I mean, they go to the nines for this. Right. And all the drinks and everything is named after famous lines. So I think during the, you know, holiday spirit, Christmas time, you got to go check it out. Is Great. it only open during Christmas or it just puts on the Christmas theme at Christmas? I don't know that. I think they just put it on the Christmas theme during okay. Christmas. They, I could tough. see how they could do different movies and different themes. It'd be kind of cool. It's sort of like I tried to talk my wife into leaving the Christmas tree up. And in January, you know, uh, we can have uh, well, Australia Day is January 26. Um, what, what other holidays are in January? Um, uh, I can't think now. But like February could be a Valentine's Day tree. You know, yeah. March could be a St. Paddy's Day tree. April could be an Easter tree. Um, May could be a Memorial Day tree. June could be, help me out, folks. Put it in the comments of different Here's things that deal. we could do. Christmas trees are no longer just for Christmas. Right. I love oh, just leaving the white, the white lights on. So when we took all the uh, ornaments off the tree a couple of years ago, and Alice says, uh, my wife says, you're going to break down the tree. I said, you know what? Just sitting here looking at the tree and looking at the lights, every little white light on that tree reminds me of a relationship that I've built over the years. And I think about the people that we've helped and the people that have helped us, the people that we've lost, uh, the, the new friendships that we've gained. That's what that tree symbolized to me is the relationships that we've built, right? Um, and, and so, sorry, I get a bit emotional about that because I, I think about my mom and dad have both passed and I think about them when I see that tree. So I think there's a lot of value uh, but, you know, if it doesn't fit your, you know, if it doesn't fit your authenticity, then don't do it. But just a thought, you know. So what's the name of this bar? Do you know? It is, I think it's called the Hidden Bar, actually. It's at yeah. the Noel Hotel on the bottom floor. And I don't want anyone to get mad at me because I'm, I might be giving away okay. too much information. Well, but that's okay. You can send us the address. We'll put it in the show notes and the website yeah. if they've got one. You can do a bit of research on that. It okay. Is so you, when Fair you said... Sorry, go on. Get there early because it gets packed. Okay. I know it's supposed to be a secret hidden bar. It's not so secretive, but it is oh, kind of hidden. Yeah. Once all of our viewers and listeners hear this, it's not going to be hidden anymore. That's right. We should yeah. all go together. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you'll have to take me on a tour. See, I, I'm one of those Aussies that got deported because I don't drink. You know, two years old, <laughs> they put a nipple on a can of Foster's and they say, if you can't drink that in 30 seconds, mate, we're kicking you out of here. And no, that's that's fictitious but it's a fun story to tell anyway um okay so uh noel though reminds me did you know that there's a difference between the christmas alphabet and the regular alphabet i did not know that yeah the christmas alphabet has noel nice isn't that cool dad joke of the week come on yeah. well my favorite christmas dad joke right now is what did one snowman say to the other i know you're gonna tell me do you smell carrots <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so I had to explain that one the other day. It's no fun when you explain it. I, I, and then the other one I do for the kids is I said, did you hear about the little boy snowman that got kicked out of Kroger in the produce department where all the lettuces and stuff are? Do you know why he got kicked out of Kroger? And they're like, no, he was picking his nose. Oh my gosh. And of course the kids take a minute to get it, but the parents are laughing. So anyway, so <laughs> folks, you need bad dad jokes. We got bad dad jokes for days. Like for I days. said. Like okay. I so said. that's hidden, hidden gem one. What's hidden yeah. gem two? Hidden gem two. Uh, now, what are you? What are your hobbies? What are you into? Is it bicycling or golf? Well, I mean, I forget. I love golf. Okay. Do you have I a favorite course you like to play? Greystone, which is in Dixon. Okay, I go. Yeah, go on. It's a public course. I think everybody should do it. It's pretty reasonably priced. Um, beautiful scenery. Great course. Okay. Right outside Nashville. So if you guys ever want to shake it up, um, I go to McCabe all the time, which is in Sylvan Park, which is a public course. Uh, so if you guys are ever out there, you're probably going to see me at some point. Okay. I just want to ride the golf cart. I'm not very good at golf. I'll play scrambles because you know, I can hit like three balls out of 18 up the up the fairway. And they'll, t they'll pick those as the ones that they use. But most of the time it dribbles off the tee and goes about three feet. I rather I tell people, give me a cricket bat. I can hit a cricket ball, and then my the other team can go chase the cricket ball. So That's golf, right. you have to go chase the ball yourself. But I do like golf. I would like to get better at it. I love Dixon. So out in Dixon is one of my clients is uh, Colton Steakhouse. Yeah. Oh, the food's always good. They're they're uh, like their onion tangles with some barbecue sauce. Oh man, that's I could just sit there and eat those. Shout I don't out know. to Outback for the blooming onion. Yeah, forget oh, Outback. Yeah, Aussies on. don't really like Outback, although I do like Outback. But because I've got Colton's as an as a client, it's the same as you, right? So yeah, exactly. um, I like Colton's, uh, Craig, and oh man, I knew is it Jennifer? Man, I might have to edit this part out. Now I'm going to leave it in. I apologize. <laughs> I deal mostly with Craig, so uh, he's he's one of the owners out there. Him and his wife, and I'm going to have to look up his wife's name now. Um, I feel bad because I forgot it. But hey, folks, this is it. This is what you get here. Authenticity, not all edited, edited beyond belief. Okay, so golf out there. Third hidden gem. Third hidden gem. Ooh. How hidden do we want to get? Well, no, hidden means if I didn't know about it, it's hidden to me. Maybe I've lived in Goodlettsville all my life and I don't know about what's going on in spring hill or i don't right, know about right. what's going on in lebanon 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 i don't know lebanon lebanon I said it wrong i'm sorry i want to go with okay third one would be it's not an academy award it's just a it's just a thing that you do this is my moment Ed. okay this sorry okay and the winner is. <laughs> I would love to say. I'm trying to think because it's hard because of the restaurants. Right. In so what song, do you have a favorite? Uh, are you a are you a, a Titans fan? Are you a Preds fan? Is there a. Yeah. I'm a Preds fan. Um, I'm a Packers fan, though. I so, don't even know what that is. <laughs> Wisconsin, because my dad's from Wisconsin and the okay. family are huge Packer fans. Right. So we need to be too. Right. But I definitely think if people 
I, I wouldn't call this a hidden gem, but I would say if you've been, if you're in Nashville and you have not gone to a Preds game or a Titans game, you've got to go. And, and I have to tell you, I'm not a big fan of going to stadiums and watching those sports, but I've been to both. Like you said, it's an experience that you have yes. to do. Yes. And then I would also say everybody needs to go to the to the Ryman too. And the Ryman is more of an auditorium for music or music. theater? Music. Okay. And all the shows there are fantastic. I haven't been to the Ryman. I, I do have another client that I really love the people that are, are the team that run this, and that's um, TPAC, uh, Tennessee yeah. Performing Arts Center. Yeah. Um, Denise and Julie and their whole entire team have been great to work with, and they do such a great job. Uh, what? Am I, what? Sorry, I just had someone that was trying to come in. Oh, okay, and you like wave them <laughs> off you. Go away, I'm on a podcast, like don't. I think we might have to edit this part out. I think I'm almost done. <laughs> no worries, man. All right. <laughs> We're not going to edit it out, folks. We're going to leave it in. It's the yeah. raw Nashville 2 here. It's, with it's authentic. It's authentic. Oh, yeah, sure. it's, it's authentic. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So, thanks for that. So, what we'll do next is if people want to reach out to you, that we'll yeah. have the information in the show notes, and they can do that. Folks, remember that Nashville 2 is all about – telling your story so if you know somebody that should be on there like i said at the beginning of the show uh, we're going to keep doing these as long as i can keep finding people to come on and that tell interesting story and just with a name like chancellor zorg i see a little cartoon show like uh what was I the guy's name it. uh D defender zim right like that's what it yeah. reminds me of invader zim invader zim that was it that was uh but but i could see you as like a samurai jack character too you know from the day that, so. first of all that's high praise so i appreciate that yeah samurai jack was the one I, that and clone wars i loved watching with my kids that are all adults now but we still like star wars i did have a story uh cricket related to a titans game the english former english captain owen morgan who is from ireland but captained the england cricket team he tweeted the other day a picture of him at the titans game and so, he didn't invite us Come on. yeah i know exactly like he could have looked me up i mean if the nice thing about cricketers coming to america and the reason cricketers like to vacation in america is because no americans know who they are yeah. so Im imagine the kardashians or the the famous people that want to go different places and not be recognized most of them do want to be recognized but if they don't Forever. they can't really go anywhere in the world because everybody knows them but mm -hmm. here we have the second biggest sport in the world cricket it flies below the american radar because nobody wants to explain it um and if they do want to explain it they don't want to explain it where an american can understand it like they should use baseball terms like we could explain it and have fun if you like cricket if you like baseball you should like cricket and so anyway so owen morgan isn't recognizable as this huge cricket star that he is in England and Ireland, uh, he can come over and watch a Titans game. Well, I'm glad he's here, and I hope he's enjoying his stay here in Nashville. Yeah, exactly. Go check right. out a Prince game too, Owen yeah. Morgan. Yeah, he could he could move here. He could move here, and then he could be on my cricket team. That's right. And guess who would still be captain? You, me. Yes, exactly. exactly. Sorry, hey, Chancellor, it's been so great having you on the show. Thanks so much, and um, stay well. Ed, I appreciate you letting me come on here today. You are great as always. Everyone deserves to get to know you. I'll Thank tell you, you that. Thank you. This is the Nashville 2 Podcast.
with your host, Edward Fox.